And now, and now, the best of Pete Price. The best of Pete Price on Radio City 96.7. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's Radio City 96.7, City Talk 105.9. I've got Pamela Anderson with me and I'm absolutely thrilled. Uh, <laughs> and thank you for spending some time with me. I know you're not spending too long with me because you've done the hospitals this morning for a couple of hours. You've done two shows mm-hmm. and you want to save yourself because you've got a lot more shows to do. Right. 37 yes. altogether. More left? Thought, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, we don't. We're halfway there, right? Uh, something like that, yeah. Yes, yeah, so well, we're having fun. I tell, you why I, wanted to, I tell you why I wanted to talk to you, because I saw a side of you the other night that I really, really liked that I didn't know. And I know you're a very private person. Although you're public, you're very, very <laughs> private. And, and you said something that, uh, that has stayed with me forever, that you said that Vivian Westwood gets you. Who is Pam Anderson? Oh, dear. <laughs> Wait, I like to keep some things to myself. <laughs> but you're a mum. I'm you, a mum. No, you're, I, you're, yes. You're, 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 I miss my kids a lot. This is really difficult being away this mm. long from them. Um, I, I, you know, I just do the best I can, like everybody. But I, I'm sure it's a different perception. But it's you're different. passionate about uh, animals. You're passionate about the seals. You're, I mean, you're yep. passionate about so many things. Right. That's the side. That, that people don't realise. They see it, but they don't understand that you really are passionate I, about these things. Yeah, I guess so. And it's, it's difficult, I guess, to convince anybody of anything because I think just culture today is, is like a tabloid culture and they like to um, maybe not see the good in people so much. I mean, it's just funny to, to laugh at people, I guess, but... I, I do a lot of things that I that I love and that I'm passionate about. Why why do this business? Why even be in the business if you can't do that kind of thing? So I just associate. I do everything I can wherever I go, and there's always issues when I travel. There's different animal issues in every country, and I just combine everything I can. How do you, as a woman, as a mother, cope with the press? The way I mean, here in particular, it's just been it's nonstop. How do you cope? Well, you know, I just know this is work, and when I'm home, I'm home, and that's that's time with my kids, and I, I just separate myself. You try not to take it too seriously. Um, I think the last, really, I think the last 15 years, I, I haven't even looked at hardly any press because it was so disturbing, and now I'm finding, you know, I have great people in my life, great people that I'm working with that help me kind of digest it a little bit and also show the side of me that people maybe don't see, and, and it's kind of changes things I guess I, I just didn't ever want to, to put that much um, into that you know, I didn't want to manipulate an image and I thought if that's what people think of me that's fine but after a while you know, as as you just want to make the best you know do the best things you can and make the best impact and I and I deal with a lot of serious things talking to Toby earlier which was fascinating uh, although you've been mobbed everywhere I believe India was an experience <laughs> never yeah. to be forgotten oh my goodness I don't think we almost didn't make it out of the airport we almost had to turn around and leave really yeah I that must have been who was scary. around I said like, who are they who's behind me that must have been scary <laughs> it was it wasn't well it wasn't very well organized I guess but it was really um, I loved I loved India. I loved being there. It was really interesting. It's just an assault of the senses, isn't it? It's just like colorful and bright and, and there's all this tragedy, but there's all this growth and people are, there's not a lot of small talk. It's very, people just are really interesting and worldly and, and um, I, I really enjoyed being there. I want to go back. I want to bring my kids. So how long were you in the Big Brother house? Just a couple of days. Yeah. Like three days. Was it scary? It was, yeah, I didn't really, you know, I was thinking, why am I doing this? I don't want to do this. But the, the, the thing is, you know, I, I spent a lot of time with David LaChapelle, who's a dear friend of mine, and, and he, well, I was in Hawaii with him shooting something for Waves for Water, which is another charity that I work with, supplying clean water to all these natural disaster areas. And um, he said that 
why aren't you going to India? I know you want to go there. And this is just what television is. Like, do everything. He goes, this is your year of saying yes to everything. And just be yourself. And it's like pop art. When you go to India, you can deal with the Indian leather trade that you've been dealing with. And it just gives you an opportunity to get there and be yourself and, and meet new people and travel around. And, and this is just what the way it is. So I told him, so he told me to call back my agent and say I would do it. But I cut the trip a lot shorter. I couldn't have been away for the amount of time they wanted me to go. And it was great. They, they donated money to and, and everything I do, I make sure that um, they donate money to a cause that I'm working with locally or something that they can they can give something to as well. Pantomime, you went to Wimbledon, you took England by storm last year, you've <laughs> come to Liverpool. What, when they approached you about doing pantomime, what did you say? I mean, how did they describe it? Well, to I was you? with Peter Asher, luckily, because I thought pantomime was, you know, in a glass box, you know, like you're pretending you're in a box. That, but, and I thought I, I could probably do that. I wasn't even interested in doing it at that point. But when he told me it was just this incredible Christmas play, it was an opportunity to go on stage and have fun and be spoofy. And I thought, God, my life is a pantomime. How I, I completely fit in. So I loved the idea. I would just love to do it. And I brought my kids last year. And we had a great time in London. Was it scary when you first went on stage? Definitely. I'd never done anything like that. I've never sang or danced or anything. I mean, I think doing pantomime is what encouraged me to do Dancing with the Stars in America, just to be on stage and to be a little comfortable, actually really enjoy it and have fun. I thought, I can do this. I want to see if I can, you know, get into this choreography. And, and now we're singing more. I'm playing saxophone. It's funny. I played saxophone in high school. Who would have thought that I'd be playing it again on stage. I'm I glad love you mentioned it. that because where did the saxophone come <laughs> from? Played, there? And I, what a polished saxophone. I've never seen such a polished saxophone in my really? life. Really? Well, thank you. Well, <laughs> I, I, I have a close friend, is Kenny G. And so when I told him I was going to... I wanted to do something different. And so I said... You know, I'm going to do pantomime again. This is the time to try anything. I said, I want to play saxophone. And the musical director said, you play saxophone? I said, well, I did in high school, so I want to see if I can do it. And I played a little bit in a jazz band. And um, so then I called my friend Kenny and I said, give me somebody that can come over to my house right now, maybe, and I can just brush up with my saxophone. And he goes, oh, no, no come over here right now. I need to see this. And so I went over to his house and I played a little bit with him and he showed me, you know, what he, the, the Coltrane sentimental mood piece that I play. And I played a little bit of it and I really got it by ear and he goes, oh, you can do this. This is great. And we were supposed to practice a little bit more and I obviously started traveling and he was traveling. So my one, one hour lesson with Kenny, um, that's all I got. So then I came here and, and I just, winged it you know I just thought I don't have to play that much of the song but now I'm learning the song and I actually really enjoy it I love I love it when did you start to get pantomime when you were doing it in Wimbledon when did you actually start because it is unique isn't it so I mean, that's different what English people always say it's so different but I think people would really love it I think people would love it like in Las Vegas I think it's, it would be a fantastic show in you know Christmas time for families in, in Las Vegas I think it's I love the fairy tale aspect of it I'm a big lover of fairy tales so and I like that it stays true to the story but it's very silly you know and I think you know it's really kind of a cool thing. It's just, I, I couldn't understand why there was no Christmas references in the pantomime, especially the one in Wimbledon. We've added some here. But um, I think it's a great tradition. And kids love it, and it's for families, and it's a great introduction to theatre. Um, I I loved it immediately. When someone told me about it, I got it completely. Mm. Like I said, I think I, I like to make fun of myself. So... But I enjoyed the whole put, thing. Hang on, when you look like that, you can't make fun of yourself because you look a million dollars. Oh, you, you I can't make. I have to make fun of myself. This is ridiculous. Come on. <laughs> I just. I. I stand behind you at one particular stage. <laughs> I love the way Vivian Westwood has cut that into your bottom. I just. 
I, I go to sleep thinking of your bottom and wake up thinking of oh, your you bottom. Oh, you do not. It's very confusing for a gay man. Exactly. It really <laughs> That's a great compliment. Thank you. <laughs> when did you meet Vivian Westwood? Because she really has become a, a soulmate, hasn't she? She has. Her and Andreas are just wonderful. You know, they surprised me with remaking the costumes for Pantomime this year. And we're in contact a lot. She writes me great letters. We send books to each other. Um, I met her a long time ago when we co you know we both signed the Leonard Peltier um, petition to free him from jail and and that, so that was a long time ago one of the first things we worked on together and then when I went to her fashion show she invited me to her show and I, she sent me a dress and she loved the way it looked and we started talking about her manifesto I, I, you know again fairy tales Alice in Wonderland all those wonderful things that she writes into her manifesto and just art and I have a lot of eccentric artist friends and we have in common and and she just adopted me she really loved our, my what I do with what I do she she her fashion to her is her vehicle to express herself and how she feels about the world and climate change and Gaia theory and all these wonderful things that we both just start talking about endlessly so um she knows it, it just was a very unique friendship we're very different but we're have a lot of same passions and her husband's we're all very close we've done a lot of photo shoots together and we've had a ball and she's a riot we go to museums together and she taught me a lot. When 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 everybody heard you were coming on the programme, a lot a lot of women have rung in and texted in and, and uh, emailed in to say to ask you this: How do you keep yourself the way you keep yourself? Is it hard work? I mean, you've got uh, leg, you've got legs to die for. Well, thank you. You've got Jeez. a bottom to die for. You've got a beautiful smile that just melts people. I mean, how do, so you, how do you keep it all? I, I was just laughing with my girlfriend here, Alexis. She did my makeup on Baywatch 20 years ago, and she goes, who would have thought 20 years you're still wearing the Baywatch bathing suit? you still got the same strip of eyelashes on. we still got rhinestones everywhere. What are we doing? How does this happen? I can't believe we're still doing this. But I don't know. I think, you know, I never really have worked. I've never been one to work out. I was a gymnast when I was younger, so I kind of kept, I think, my shape. My mother's in great shape, and... I don't know. I, I just I have two boys that are wild and, and crazy and wonderful and, and they take a lot of energy running after. And so I did you dancing. Don't work at, you don't work at it then? No, no, no. Just like oh. dancing. I, I you know, I have an elliptical machine in my room because I thought it was a new this is a new thing though. I said if I'm going to London, I'm gonna be away from my kids, I'm going to be healthy, I'm going to be, you know, do my elliptical machine every day and I've done it every day since I've been here. So one you know, a couple of times it's only been five minutes, but I have gotten to half an hour. <laughs> But I exercise, food isn't really top of my list, you know, just I eat a lot of vegetables and I'm vegetarian. That's maybe part of it. I don't know. I know. I couldn't believe it. You brought me to that to place. You're carving animals. We went to, oh, uh, my. It was v like Noah's Ark. Brazil and this oh. wonderful human being with uh, Alexis also is, is a vegetarian, isn't she? Well, kind of. Ish. Yes, Ish. Toby is. Yeah. And all these pieces of meat were going past you. And you it kept was like going. It's a bad dream. Eh. I, I screamed a few times. <laughs> I did. I felt like I don't know how. To, I can't give. I can't bring them back to life. No mouth to mouth will work here. At, at the beginning, I was feeling quite guilty, and I thought, No, I'm enjoying this food too much. So I just thought, Get on with it. Interesting. Well, you know, they always have good vegetables at places like that. You've mentioned your boys. It must be. It doesn't matter whether you're successful, who you are, how famous you are, what you've got. Love of children at Christmas time, it must be a difficult one. All right, you're giving all this pleasure to so many children, but it must hurt. Oh, it's terrible being away from them. And, you know, they're little boys. They don't like to be on the phone, which I like. You know, they like to be out running around and they're surfing every day. And, you know, they're having a great time. And, of course, they could have come with me. Last year they came with me to London. This year they're going with their dad on a surf vacation. So surfing, snow, surfing, you know, they wanted to get into the surf. So 
Um, and, you know, their dad's going to have them this year for Christmas. That's okay. It's okay every once in a while. <laughs> Only once in a while. Only once Only in a while. while. Yeah. He'll, I'll let him have this Christmas. But it is. It's really hard. But I find, which is really interesting, I, my kids are 12 and 14. And, and, you know, when you're with each other all the time, you kind of talk over each other. You really have these interesting conversations. But when you're apart from each other, you write each other letters. And I've got the most beautiful letters from my oldest son. Long letters, rambling emails. And I think, you know, I'm, I feel like I can get to know him a little bit, just having that little bit of space as I get older. You know, it's interesting. So that's one of the good things. But I do miss them terribly. Lady Gaga's just had a problem with stalkers. Um, has this mm. been a problem in your life because <laughs> of who you are? It, it, I've had a few issues, uh, you know, even even here, right? Mm. You know about the, yeah. the it's been a yeah. little difficult. We've had to, um, you know, it, but it's been taken care of. I have great security and and... Yeah, that's not very fun. That's not the fun part of this. But I have had people over the years be deported and things like that. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And did yes. I hear you going on Playboy again? They, the they, well, they put me on another cover. That's like the 14th cover. But 14 they, uh, covers. In America, yeah. 14 I know. Half, I'm like, come on. People are sick of me by now. The novelty has <laughs> yeah. worn off a oh, long time ago. Can, no, I don't think they could you know, It's only been 14 covers. How many times have I been inside? I don't know, three or four, maybe more. I don't know. But they did run some old pictures, but I didn't post. No, it was only the cover. Oh. But he wanted me to be La Dolce Vita in his fountain, and he was really involved in the creation of the cover. So I was very flattered. He's, he's one of my favorite people in the world. I see you in a, a very serious film. Yeah. I just see another side of you. I just see underneath that 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 I'm looking Aww. at somebody else. I'm in disguise. A, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're in disguise. So you're in another film, but we don't know it's you yet. But oh, yeah, I, I see. I see another. I see. I see a side of you that, by the way, that that noise was her breasts. I know my breasts. I just thought you'd like to know. We won't cut that out. That was her breasts rubbing on the microphone. That's. <laughs> Just so you know, it's it's live radio. It really is. I, have you any desire to be a serious actress? As I don't know. You know, I really like being on stage. And I had, um, after doing Dancing with the Stars, I just played with it. Obviously, I didn't know really what I was doing, the characters. And I had a great compliment from Rob Marshall, who saw me on the beach one day and just came up to me and said, you're Roxy. You could play Roxy in Chicago. You could do this. You could do that. It was such a great compliment. I didn't know who he was at first. He, then he finally explained to me, you know, I directed Nine. I directed Chicago. And I love what you did with your, the characters. And it was really enjoyable watching you. And I was, just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe him and his boyfriend were just following me all the way to my car with the kids and, and talking to me about considering doing something like that. You are Roxy. And as then, soon as you say it, you are. She's, <laughs> she is she's Roxy. Oh my God, as soon as you say it, you're Roxy. I've seen it oh. five times, six times. You're Roxy. Never thought. And, you know, and he did say to me, he says, Pamela, can you hold a tune? I said, I can probably sing as good as I can dance. And he gave me a big hug. I don't know what, if it was, you know, whatever it was. I mean, I, I like, I really enjoy it. I like being on stage. I really do. Well, Kelly's a friend of yours, isn't she? Kelly Osborne. Yes. And she's been in Chicago. I didn't know that. Yeah. She's, uh, she played, um, did she play Roxy in Chicago? Did she play did she, Roxy? Yeah, she played Roxy in Chicago. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. In what? In the West End? In yeah, here? yeah. Wow. Yeah, she came yeah. over. She surprised everyone. She's great. Yeah. You know, she's she's very smart, very talented, and the family's wonderful, and oh, good for her. I think it'd be really fun to do something like that. And I mean, who knows what else there is? I'm just kind of running around the world, and I love what I'm doing. I get to, you know, I'm dance. I was just in Israel and Australia. I'm going to Paris to open the Dancing with the Stars. I love this kind of going in, dancing a few times, and, and leaving, and... I really don't know what I'm going to do next. I don't see doing another television show. It just seems like a lot of work, and people love these reality shows. Do you like so, traveling? 
Do you like traveling? I do. And, you know, I do very quick trips because my kids, I, they either come with me. I mean, they came to Australia and they surfed while I did that last time. But um, they didn't get to come with me the last time or this time. But I really do. I, I enjoy seeing the world, of course. Pamela Anderson, as a mother, you have all the worries or the fears that every other mother that's listening to this program have. Drugs, drink, booze. Mm -hmm. It must concern you greatly in this day and age. It does, and my kids are genetically loaded. I like to tell them, so be careful. And, you know, I think it's just to have, give them a great education and talk to them and just, like, with, you know, safe sex and drugs, we talk about it. And, um, you know, they've been around. They've, they've seen a lot. You know, they've been backstage a lot of places, and I think they know what they don't want, hopefully. And I, I have two really incredibly smart kids who are athletes and, and very smart, creative people so um but you know I, I worry like everybody else the amazing thing is you, you you're talking exactly as i thought you would be isn't it sad that people that see you out there don't know the real you you know they, they see this persona that they do not know and a lot of people in show business are the same i i know i mean i i get phone calls even you know from being here i'm here and people have called and said you know there's certain articles out or you know do you want to make a comment and you could spend your life making comments or trying to fight back everything and you just can't you can't waste your time and energy on it so um a lot of there's a lot of misinformation how does the paparazzi here compared with america do they sort of leave oh they alone? bought me flowers here they're very kind no they did and they invited me to the, the pap christmas party i think that's <laughs> it too uh, i told them they should come in and watch the show that's it's cold outside <laughs> <laughs> the Pops Christmas party, not great. I think I'll pop out of a cake or something. Yeah, I can't wait. Do you th no. do, could you imagine you sitting at a Pop Christmas party without a camera? It would kill them. <laughs> it would absolutely kill them, wouldn't it? They'd just be distraught. You know. I, you know, I, this, I, I, I don't like it at home. I don't like it around my kids. I don't like it when I'm not working. But I hear I'm working. I know. You know, we go to the theater and there's going to be paparazzi. You know when to expect it. And well, what about the internet? Because YouTube, the internet, has changed the whole perception oh, of, of show business and and it was really pri privacy. It has, it has, and I was kind of at the forefront of all that, you know, with the with Tommy and I, and and just it was so much attention and so much worldwide, you know, media and, and the the you know the stupid videotape that got stolen and I can't believe the Guardian wrote, but they pro they printed a, they printed a retraction, right? that I made any money off that. I never settled with them. I never decided, I never let that go anywhere. That was, um, you know, that was so stressful. I remember I was pregnant with Dylan when all that happened and I decided that it was not healthy for me to continue to be completely stressed about it and be in lawsuits and depositions and everything. So Tommy and I decided just let it go, move on and just keep going. Not that we settled or said or made a dime out of any of those people. I mean, it would whatever. Be, yeah, because I never did anything. It's interesting because without that, your life would have gone in a different way, maybe, wouldn't it? It may have. If sure. I, yeah, well, you know, I feel like on Dancing with the Stars, I felt like I went from Baywatch to Dancing with the Stars, and I had kids somewhere in between, but everything else is a blur. Yeah. You know, I love my children, um, and I think I went through a big depression after my marriage fell apart too and I think I was just reaching for things not knowing what to do and trying to raise my kids and trying to create new families for them or a family for them and like every woman that goes through heartbreaking things you make stupid decisions you know do you have any idea honestly how big Baywatch was and still is 
It's the beautiful people that just <laughs> hit the screen. And there wasn't one ugly bypasser, not one ugly person sitting on the beach. There was nothing. <laughs> and then you burst forth and I saw you and went, wow. Then I saw Hasselhoff and you were pushed out of the way. <laughs> yeah. In mine, in mine. Oh, OK. <laughs> but do, do you realise how big it was? Well, we didn't when we were doing it. And then we started travelling, you know, we started travelling around and... and and experiencing people watching it all over the world. And I didn't even know there were 150 countries, you know, <laughs> and people saying there's everyone's watching this all over the place. And in India, they're still watching it every day and VIP really? every day. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it still plays. And, you know, it's, it's great all over the place. I think it's the scenery. I think it's the California dream. You know, I think it's I, I, my kids have never seen it. But Really? No. Not one episode? No, and when they were little and they went to surf camp, I remember one time they came up to me when I picked them up, they just looked at me and said, are you Pamela Anderson? <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. I, I said, what is that? I They're like, what is that? What is that? Like, it was some, a problem. And I was like, what is that? Because they just looked at me because the people were saying things, whatever, but now... So, but, you know, I like it because my kids go to school and they and they and the teachers ask them, you know, on career day, what are your, kid, your parents do? And daddy's a rock star and mommy rescues animals. Which is a lovely description. I That's like a that. Lovely, I like yes. that. I like that very much. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I've got to tell you, I'm only a couple of feet away. I am staring. I am looking. I can't see a crack, a mark. <laughs> oh, please. Not a thing. And, <laughs> and I've studied your legs and your bottom, so I know I know what that's exactly but, like. Yeah, and I forget off that swing. There's, back, you know. back of your legs. <laughs> oh, jeez, thanks. <laughs> Whose idea was it to fly you in like that? I flew in in Wimbledon. Oh, I was flying in. God, I do that all the time. Well, I started doing that. Um, in the magic show, well, I, I was uh, levitated, and I'm scared of heights. So, but I, Are you? I, I am, I am. I, I feel a lot better this year. Last year, I was frightened up there. I get the TBGBs every once in a while when I'm up there. So, it's 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 nerve wracking a little bit. But um, I liked it. I thought it was. They they asked me if I would like to come. Oh, and the roast. I was flown in. It's just part of my thing, I guess. Oh, so you, I thought. No, no <laughs> you did the roast in England. No. no, the American roast. Yes. Yeah, because they do it far better. In England, it's 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 tacky. It's, it's tacky it's in horrible. America as well. Na is it? No, it is. I did it I did it for Peter. Peter yeah. raised, what, $300,000 doing that. So Now, you mentioned at the beginning Peter Asher. Peter Asher. Tell everybody who he is. because you know who Peter Asher I, is. I do, but tell my listeners. They'll be really shocked. Well, Peter Peter Gordon. Gordon. Yes. A he was my manager for a while. He's um he I'm, I'm unmanageable, but um he's a good <laughs> dear friend. And, and he didn't he work for Apple Records? I mean, he knows all yeah, about the he, Beatles. But Peter and Gordon, well, Peter and Gordon are huge. Amazing. I know. And unfortunately, P uh, Gordon passed this year. Yeah. That was very sad. And um, you know, Peter's looking after himself. Tell us about your passion over animals. I mean, you really do get really angry about it, don't you? Because they are treated as second class. Well, I, you know, all the way up this long, this elevator here, you've got us in this crazy building. I was I was actually um, dealing, I'm putting an article out right now, the wetlands defense is, there's something going on even in Malibu in my backyard um, of, you know, animals that are endangered, being threatened by certain developments and things like that. So I'm heavily involved with my community and California Wildlife Center and I go there all the time and clean cages and, you know, spray out poop of the cages and clean off the sticks for the birds and feed the birds. And, and I do a lot of, um, I free a lot of the birds. I get, I take them away and into bushes and stuff. People always think it's funny. They see me going into a bush with a box by myself, <laughs> letting a possum go. Um, and I'm also a marine mammal rescue certified person as well. So I help with them and I'll, I'll just, since I was little, I was the one you brought the you know, the three-legged dog or the yeah. broken wing, too. And 
And then I've worked with Peter all over the world and we just spoke at Oxford and we've been invited to Cambridge and um, it's just, I've applied it to everything I do and I've been able to make a big difference. I've seen over the 15 years of working with Peter the difference that we've made and laws that we've changed and it just gives me more fuel, you know, to keep so what, doing what, it. So what's your thoughts then about testing on of animals with makeup? Well, there's no, there's no animal test that's ever helped a human. So and it's it's a lot of times people do it for insurance purposes. They redo tests, you know, they break, you know, 50 beagles legs, you know, and 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 they'll do it again in 10 years because for uh, some medicine they they want they need new um, studies. So they keep on doing the same tests, even though they know what the results are. And it's based on an 80 year old law. It's just nothing has changed. It's really um, it's. It's very old school. Yeah, it's not. It's nothing's changed or modernized in that way. And it's you know, animals are last on the list. And any time an animal is in anything or used in anything, corners are cut. You must be then concerned that fair coats are coming back in. They're never coming back in, but you know there are furriers that, they, of course, they try every single year to pretend fur is coming back in, and they work with a couple ridiculous designers who decide to use it, and then they um they get they get their way for a minute. But I can't imagine any conscious person wearing a fur coat. I mean, once you know what goes into it. I mean, the animals are anally electrocuted. They're skinned alive. It it takes 60 animals at some times to make one coat. And it's just, it makes you look fat and you smell like a dog in the rain. You smell like a wet dog in the rain. What's the point? It's not That's glamorous. Great description. That, that was fantastic. <laughs> Listen, I know I can't keep you long because I know you want to save yourself and uh, I've, I've kept you and I could actually talk to you forever because I knew so you'd sweet. be this nice. Before you go... Um, Memories of Liverpool, what are you going to take away? Oh, boy. Well, we got to see Paul McCartney the other night. That was nice. And he's a friend. I, I, he gave me the first Linda McCartney Award, the Humanitarian Award, wow. a long time ago. And so it was thrilling and nice to see him again. And, boy, he's just effortless on stage. He's really, what a, what a treat to be in Liverpool and see Paul McCartney. So that was nice. Um, Two and a half hours. Yes. Two and a half hours of songs. Great. In his own hometown. Yes. Great it was experience. so great. Yeah. Um, and the Tate Museum is fantastic. Um, I got to spend an hour there when I first got here, and they have a, a wonderful um, Nanjing Pike, you know, exhibit right now, and 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 everything is fantastic in there. It's very, you know, the dance floor and how they've they've got all this interactive stuff. It's really kind of a cool, very very cool museum. And, you know, I haven't really seen much else except for the bar across the street, the pub across the street, which I love, that woman singing. Who was she? Were you yeah, there the first night we went? She's, yeah, she's, she's great. She's fantastic. Is that the sad thing about the job, that you can't just go out and, and see things? Is well, that I've had to, you know, I've had to kind of head to my hotel early these last few times because of sec for security reasons. And I really enjoyed going across the street to the pub and... Um, you know, it's, yeah, it is a bit more difficult. I mean, I'd love to, I'm still going to go around and see everything. And this is a great view up here. Mm. And across <laughs> there is the Wirral. So we've got the River D, uh, River Mersey there. And then that's where I live. We have yes. the other half of Liverpool's over there. They're called Gorgeous. Plastic Scousers over there. So it's all, I won't get Scousers. involved in Scousers. Plastic Scousers. Plastic Scousers. Plastic Scousers. Because we don't live in Liverpool. I'm, oh. I'm from over there. I can see my house from here. Oh, nice. That's the light. That's that one over there. Um, <laughs> I, I've <laughs> got to ask, one. have you found the cast a happy cast? <gasps> so good. So nice. So energetic. Oh, I love everybody. It's really, really very cool. Very, Everyone's very down-to-earth and very hard-working. It's really a lot of fun. It is one of the nicest group of people. Don't you think? I think it's one of the happiest shows I've been in for many, many years. Right. Without any shadow of a doubt. It's, it's so great. It's a beautiful theatre, and we are so thrilled that you graced Liverpool. And oh, well, thank I, you. I really, 
this is a dream come true that you did this interview with me. You, and I've got the photo. I've got the photo for me column. I'm just <laughs> thinking, go now. I've had it all. I've just absolutely. <laughs> I've just got the lot. All I've got to do oh now boy. is get Toby's phone number and I'm made. Oh, so that's <laughs> Toby's very popular. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully I'm going to speak to this lady before... Uh, before you actually leave sometime because I want to talk about makeup because I've been checking oh. her out. Oh. She is She's very, the best, Alexis she Vogel. She is the best. I just checked the website out and saw some yes. stuff. And, um, face <laughs> Sorry. Did you say face hooker? <laughs> oh, it's a new terminology. Pam Anderson, <laughs> would you like to use the airways to wish everybody happy Christmas and happy new year? Happy Christmas and a very, very, very happy new year. The best of Pete Price on Radio City 96.7.